Hi, I'm Harry. Sorry, right. that we were going right then. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Harry. You're right. Oh, fuck off. What? Let's do it again. Hi, I'm Harry. I am Luke. Fucking hell. What? That is annoying as fuck. What is? You speaking midway through. Sorry. Into fucking rubbing. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harry. Hi, I'm Luke. And welcome to Who Can Convince You, mm. where we may not be funny, but we give you value for money. And we don't charge anything, so it's a bit shit. You thought about that one all week. All week. All week. How are you? Hmm. Good. How are you? Very well. Hmm. So, before we, uh, you know, wrap a belt round your arm and inject you with a lethal dose of who can convince you, I would like to just mention heater resistor motors. Right. So, this is just a bit of info for anybody. If your heater resistor mower goes in your car slash van, it is a nightmare. Right. Can you and explain? So when your heat, when your blower stops blowing, I hate that. I hate when that happens. Right. It's normally nine times out of ten, it's going to be your heater resistor motor. Right. Resistor. Mm. <laughs> heater blower resistor, and uh, it's a bitch to to get out. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have a Renault Kangoo. Or a Mercedes Citan, Citan, whatever the hell, mm. however you say it. Contrary to what it says on the internet, you do have to take all the dash off to get to the resistor. Do you have? Do you have personal experience? I with do this? have personal experience right. from that. So it is under the center console of the dash, as in where the radio is. It is behind there, but you cannot access it just by taking the radio out. The whole dash and the steering column, all of that has to come mm. out for you to replace the resistor. Now, I've seen things like this a few times now. Um, it just begs the question, doesn't it? Why is it so difficult to get behind your dash? Well, exactly. It's your property. It's probably a safety your feature, pro- I'd say. It gets MOT'd every year. At well, some not point, unless it's new. Mm. I thought a car had to get MOT'd every year. Not if it's brand new. So it's You don't have to have an MOT for the first four years? Really? Three years? Oh, you could get away with murder, couldn't you? Well... You can get away with murder. But, you, you know, I just want to make it completely clear. If you're out there YouTubing now and you've got a kangoo and the heater's not blowing, hmm. your dash does need to come out off completely. Now... Don't pay somebody to do it, though, because it it's a right faff. Yeah. But it's a day, you know. <coughs> it's a day. How much something. would it set you back? Well, I had a quote of 300 quid right. to do my heater resistor. That's so not too bad. I went to the scrapyard... And took the uh, took paid mm. for a heater resistor that you have to take out yourself. You took it. So, uh, well, I had big pockets, didn't I? So, I practiced taking the dash off on the scrapyard one. Mm. So I knew vaguely what I was doing when I came home, mm. and then did it to my van. And heater is working perfectly now. That was twelve oh, really? months ago. The other day, guess what broke? Heater resistor. Heater is yeah. On the car. Oh, it's, you know what to do. Well. I thought you got rid of the car. The car that's on the drive. The Citroen C3. Oh, it's gone. What What do you mean it's gone? The heater. Yep. Heater blowers stopped packed in. And it's the resistor again. So I thought, oh God, here we go. Yeah. Now, again, 
contrary to what it says on the internet, you do not have to take the dash off with the C3. You just need to take the glove box out. Right. And then under the glove glove box, under the glove box, behind where the radio is, that's nine times out of ten where your heater blow is going to be. Behind the radio are your uh, heater pipes. And be warned, they are fucking like lava when you touch them. If your car's been running. If you, so yeah. please leave your car stand for at least 12 hours, I'd yeah. say. Honestly, I thought I'd just sliced my hand off with the heat. Can I see? Well, there's no there's no visible markings. Right, so it's not hot enough to leave but a mark. I did have a glove on. And I could feel it burning through the glove. Right. It's hot. Okay. Once you've got over those heater pipes, it's down in like the sort of the driver's footwell from the passenger side. And I know what you're thinking. No, you can't get at it from the for the driver's side. So there's a little tip there. Right. Um, always use a bit of contact cleaner as well, just to keep now, you know everything. Seems though we're on the discussion of cars. Yeah. What is the difference between unleaded and is it premium unleaded? Do you know at the petrol station? I think it's been through a filtration process. Right, okay. So I think it's just a bit cleaner. And it's probably got, you know where you, um, I don't know if you've ever done this. You can get Red X, I think it's called. Oh, that sounds cool. Where you put it, you empty your, t- don't empty your tank. Run your car pretty much empty mm. and put a whole bottle or half a bottle in your fuel tank mm. and then fill it up. And it just flushes your tubes out, you oh, know, gives really? you a good, good detox. I think Red X, I don't know whether it's for petrol as well. There is a petrol one, but I don't know whether Red X is just what the diesel one's called. I highly recommend it. Oh, really? It brings your emissions down a little bit. So if you're struggling with your MOT, hmm. think about Red X. Red X, a premium product. So Red X and Dash. Yeah, and if your emissions <laughs> are high, is a top tip. I'm not a mechanic. Hmm. You know, this is all Haynes manual stuff. If your emissions are high before your MOT, or on the day of your MOT, take your car for a thrash, right? Take it on the bypass in fourth. Mm. For a good couple of mile, it'll be all right. It'll withstand it, as long as you've got bloody oil in it. Mm. <laughs> We've all been there. And it should clear all the shit out. Right. You know. And I recommend cleaning your air filter, you know, every, you know, every so often. On my way here, mm. I pass by a copper on the bypass. The fuzz. Yeah. Rosers. And then I look in my window, my rear, my, my left wing... Your passenger. <laughs> my passenger mirror. Yeah. And it disappeared. Mm. I don't reckon you really saw it. I reckon it was a mirage. <laughs> um. Now, I've got a bad relationship with the police. <laughs> Go on. Um, I think ever since I don't know when. I Everybody's think... wondering now what it's going to be. Hmm. Well, every time I see a copper, I think shit, and I cannot get my eyes off that mirror, which is extremely dangerous when you think about it. But when I see blues and twos, when I see an ambulance, fire engine, when I see you know coppers. I always think they're after me. I I think that as well. I think that's probably normal, isn't it? Write in and let us know. Yeah, write in. What do you call them? The feds. Pigs. But you call them the pigs? Um, only when 
they go. You know when they Officer like, before. You know, you're on a ra- <laughs> you're on a roundabout and you you're taking the second exit and they're taking the first and but they're oh, behind yeah, you. And you worry. Oh fuck. Yeah, fuck off pigs. I call them the Rosers. The Rosers. That's my normal go to. Hmm. When Rosers. I'm in when I'm in the company of police, mm. I think you in know, the company of? Yeah. What? Interrogated. Well, could you just sit in the corner for me, please, Mr. Morris? We've just got a couple of words we'd like to ask yeah. you. Oh, I've got a nice cup of coffee here. I didn't for... know Alan Bennett was a... Could you just sit in the corner? We've got a couple of questions to ask you. You've been uh, detained by the police. Uh, I've been breathalyzed. Right. Uh, picking people up on a night out. I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, you want the window down, please, sir? Um, I had um, a lovely lady. Oh, did you? Yeah. And she said, you got a driving license? And I was like, no. Oh, oh don't worry about it. So, oh. <laughs> Is this your vehicle, sir? No. Oh, on your way. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I got followed. Go to pick up pick people up from, uh, and nearly said, where? And um, yeah, they flashed their blues and twos and told me to pull over. Mm. So I pulled over and they went, there's a strong smell of cannabis coming from somewhere. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, what? I do not smoke. And uh, she sniffed the car, and she went, "Oh no, uh, oh no." He, sorry, he uh, said, "No, it's uh, it's not your car, but I'd, I'll breathalyze you whilst you're here because you're out late." Right? Can you smell any alcohol on me? I did, you know, I went for it. I did mm. it. I didn't do one of these videos where, I'm like, "Oh, look at this police officer oh, They're detaining that. me." Just listen to what they say, and yeah. it'll just be done with it. Yeah. Anyway, would you like a quiz? Before the... Yeah. All right. Let's do a quiz. Where are the pictures? Now, the quiz is in a different format this week. Oh. I thought I'd spice it up a little bit. Are you ready for this? No, because I haven't got a picture. You don't need pictures. Right. Oh, yes. No, immediately, I don't like this format. I think it's shit. You don't like it because you know you're going to lose. Okay. There are four questions to my new format quiz. This is only for this week, just to spice it up, you know, a little bit different. Question one. Okay. Can you, for me, and feel free to play along at home, can you name all of the doctors from Classic Who, Christian and Surname? In order. Christian. Christian name and first name and second name. Right. In order. Um... Roger Delgado is one of the masters. <laughs> uh, oh, the first one is Rich D. Grant. The second one is Patrick Troughton. The third one is John Petwee. The fourth one, Tom Baker. The fifth one is that man. It is a man. The blonde hair man. Yeah. What's his name? Not telling you. What's his name? Not telling the you. The blonde one. I'll tell you the answers with when the, the quiz is over. With the the hair. 
<laughs> the blonde one with hair. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I can't remember his name. He, he has a little bit of celery, doesn't he? Mm. Is it him? I'm not giving anything away here. Have I done the fifth one? Yeah. We have now. The sixth one is Colin Baker. Tom Brady Baker's brother. <laughs> um, the s- sixth one. I was on six. No, the s- <laughs> the sixth one is You've done the sixth one. The moody chap. The seventh one is Roger Delgado, and the eighth one. I was on the seventh. The eighth one is. Man with the um the eyes. The man with the eyes. The man with the eyes. He's got scary eyes. Has he? Okay, would you like the answers to that question yeah. first? So doctor number one, everybody shouted out, William Hartnell. Doctor uh, number two. Yeah. Everybody. Patrick Trouton. Doctor number three. John Tom Pertwee. Ba- John Pertwee. <laughs> Doctor number four. Tommy Baker. Correct. Doctor number five. Christian Stewart. Peter Davison. Peter da- Davison. Doctor number six. Colin, Colin Baker. Baker. Doctor number seven. Oh, I got that one right. Sylvester McCoy. That's the one. Um, Doctor number eight. Paul McGann. 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 <laughs> right. That was shit. Jesus. Question two. Yeah. I would like you to match these companions to their doctor. And please oh bear in God. mind that if any of these companions span two doctors, yeah. I would like the compan- the doctor that they started with. Are any of these New Who questions? No. Oh, this is, sh- this is shit. Stick <laughs> it up your ass. Right, I'll do New Who questions then next week. Go for it. You do it. You do you. Firstly, please match the companion to their first doctor Vicky please bear in mind these are all characters you have met in the stories we have watched no yeah I've never heard of Vicky before well you have um Patrick Troughton no William Hartnell yes I knew it Zoe Colin Baker no Tom Baker no William Hartnell. No. Patrick Troughton. Yes! <laughs> Romana. I know Romana. It's Colin Baker. No. It's Tom Baker. Yes. Sarah Jane Smith. Tom Baker. No. Patrick Troughton. No. Patwee. Correct. Wow. Question three. Monsters. Please match the... <laughs> Question three. Please match the monsters to their stories. These are all stories we have covered in the podcast. Your first monster or creature is the Monoptera. The Monoptera. The Monoptera. Three doctors. No. Would you like me to move on? No. Oh, hang on. I didn't give the answers for question two, did I? I well... Well, I'll do that first. Vicky was William Hartnell. Zoe, Patrick Troughton. Romana, Tom Baker, Sarah Jane Smith, John Pertwee. Monster Stories, Monoptera. 
Don't Google it, you little piece of shit. The word planet. Fuck off, you've just Googled that. No, I haven't. You're ruining the quiz now, you little bitch. I needed to get one. You've got one? I know, the word planet. Monster number two. Autons. Name the story. Um, the space one. The, um, the first John Pertwee story. It's something invasion, space something. Something from space. I don't know. Spearhead That's from the one. space. I'm really shit at this. Monster 3. The Merker. Um I just I'm shit with these names. Uh, the Merker is from The Merker. Yeah, I know the Merker. It's it's uh, Oh, it's like um pushing it, rope. <laughs> <laughs> It's from the thing beginning with A. It's what the caves? No. Where? No. Yeah. Caves of Androzan. Yeah, that's the one. No. Yeah. What's the monster called? The Merka. The Merka is the one from. You're thinking of the magma beast. Yeah. That's. They all begin with M. Stupid. M. Um, the, the Merka is from the really shit story. I'll give you a clue. For us, it's a missing story. Not for everybody else, but for the podcast, it's a missing story. It's the one where the... It's the base under siege one. That narrows it down to 50%. And, it, and it's really shit. And it stars... Colin Baker. Nope. The one before him. Peter Davison. Yeah, it stars him. Yeah. And it's the ones with the the... The ones who live under the ground. That it's all under under the sea. It's that one, isn't it? Are you thinking of Warriors of the Deep? That's the one. Correct. There we go. Thank and you. And your fourth monster. Mandrels. The Mandrels. Nightmare of Eden. Wowee. So, Monoptera are from the web planet. Yeah. Auton, Spearhead from Space, Merka, Warriors of the Deep, and the Mandrels from the Nightmare of Eden. Question four, the last question of the quiz. I am going to give you some quotes from stories we've covered, and I would like you to tell me... I would like you to tell me what stories these quotes are from. Okay? Quote number one, it's the sugar. Where planet? No. No, uh, Moonbase. Yes. I know that one. Quote number two. We're on the brink of destruction, so all four of us must work closely. Two doctors. No. Fuck. Do you want it one more time? Yeah. We're on the brink of destruction, so all four of us must work closely. The web planet. You just said that. No. Oh, no, it's not that. I'm really shit at these. I give up. Edge of destruction. Uh, I, we haven't even seen that. We have. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah. No, that won't do. Even the ganglia could even fucking hell. No, that won't do. Even if the ganglia could be. No. Could you do it in their accent, please? Oh, fucking hell. And like. No, that won't do. Even if the ganglia could be. No, the cranium's too narrow. Tom Baker. 
What's the story? The one... Robots of Death. No. Mm, is it the Brain in the Jar episode? What story is it? I don't know, I'm really bad with names. And titles. It's... The Brain of Morbius. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Last one. Fucking hell. Oh, my flower child. They murdered you with a robot I made. Robots of Death. No. Spearhead from Space. No. Think. I'm thinking robot. Flower child. What character, what story was a character called Flower Child in for very, for a very brief moment? Flower Child. Curse of Fenric. No. The Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Correct. So, question one. It's the Sugar Moonbase. We're on the brink of destruction, so all four of us must work closely. The Edge of Destruction. No, that won't do, even though the gangly could, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Brain of Morbius. Oh, my flower child, they murdered you with a robot I made. The greatest show in the galaxy. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> if you, why didn't you just say that? You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, well. That's my favourite episode, by the way. Story. Really? Yeah. Jesus it's Christ. It's great. Right then, so that's Is there not a bonus question? No, there's no bonus question. Do a bonus question, bonus question, bonus question, bonus question. No. Why? Why should I? Oh, please. What am I going to do a question on? Anything, anything. It was something really hard, something ridiculously hard. Well, no, because you didn't get that. No, and if I get it, I win the quiz. Oh, fucking hell. If I get it, I win the quiz. Oh, I know what to do. What year did Doctor Who... First air. 1963. You win the quiz. Did I get it right? You did, yeah. Fuck off. Can you name the month? Um, it was November. Correct. Was it really? Yeah. Fucking hell. Was it really? Yes. Shit. You impressed? Sort of. What do you mean? Well, you got your iPad there and I can't see it. It's still. Oh, yeah, moving it now. Oi! No, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's still on, yeah, when, yeah, on the Monoptra. Yeah, Monoptra. When, when I looked yeah, that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Browser history. Oh, God. Right. No. Shall we Do you move? believe me? Sort of. What do you mean? Shall we move on? No, I, I honestly. I really don't give a shit. Aw. Shall we move on? Oh, please give me that. You can have it. I don't give a shit. It's just filling time. Nobody listens anyway. I I won't do this anymore. You've made me look like an idiot. Like a fool. Next week, I'm going to make it insanely hard. And you can wallow in like, oh, it's shit. Oh, just fill in time. No one listens anyway. All right, then. You're going to shit yourself. Can't wait. Right, should we get on with it? Yeah. Before we get into this, yeah. can I just move this microphone because it's really pissing me off? Why? Because I want it on an angle. Yeah, I can see you now. That's better. Welcome to the Doctor Who podcast. All right, that's cracking, man. That is ooh, tighten that rod. Hey. 
That's better. You're right, John. Hey. Harold's just gone for a wee. We got John now. All right, there. How ah. are you doing, John? I'm pretty fucking good, you know. <laughs> don't swear. Please don't swear here. Oh, fucking sorry, Lee. Lee. Um, where did you start with Doctor Who? Well, I was born at a very young age, and I grew older and older by the day. <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> You're all right there. What was the earliest Doctor Who memory you have? Christopher Adelson. Right, so you're not that old then. <laughs> you sound like you're 80. <laughs> like 24. <laughs> I don't know what gives you the impression I'm older. I think it's the bags, to be honest, John. Oh, my sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Your sacks. Oh, those sacks. Those <laughs> years heavy, of wa- heavy yeah. sacks. Years of watching Doctor Who, I bet. Arr. Who's your, fa- your favourite Doctor? Joe Martin. back now you don't need any more John I'll be back in a minute I've just got a phone call what I've just got a phone call alright I'll say you're here to stay John (laughs) that don't bother me so uh, do you want me to get into my episode or do you want to talk more about yours we'll we'll wait So, you say Joe Martin's your favourite. Aye. Who's your favourite companion in New Who? Oh, probably Ryan. (laughs) 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 Chris Chibnall must love you. Why, me and Chibber's like that. Oh, like that. Oh. Alright, so Ryan's your favourite. No, 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 no. Ryan's not your favourite. I wouldn't say so. You just did, but who is then? Jackie Tyler. She's not really... Com- mm, she's not really a companion. <laughs> <laughs> she's not really a companion, though, is she? Donner then? Noble. Yeah, same. Nah. I'd agree with that, John. Alright, then. I'd agree with that. So what do you think of Russell T. Davis, John? I ain't got a bad word to say about the fella. Uh, what about uh, Steve He's Moffat? a giant of a man, though. Russell T. Davis? He's a big lad. How big is he? Oh, at least seven foot. No, he's not. He's, I don't know. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> I don't like him anyway. What's your favourite monster, John? My, f- my favourite monster is probably that lady that does the weakest link. <laughs> well, she's a robot, though. No, the one in real life. What's your favourite monster in Doctor Who? Oh, right. Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> probably Slitheen. Hmm. They hate vinegar. They hate vinegar. Hmm. Stinks. 
It's in your eyes. It stings like a bitch. What are you doing with vinegar? Clean my teeth with it. Right, so you don't hate it enough to not... No, no, no. (laughs) Slosh it around in your mouth. (laughs) Well, it's cheaper than my mouthwash by the pint. By the pint? (laughs) What about... um... Have you ever had a ready-salted crisps and no. put vinegar and salt in it? No, I'm not a freak. Right, okay. All right, then. Are you excited for Joe Martin, John? In what sense? You just said that she was your favourite doctor, so... Oh, she's pretty good, like, you know, ten minutes of screen time, but she's my favourite. Right. By far. Right. By far. Oh, 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 oh there's no one better. Can't top her. Uh, have you seen Twice Upon a Time? No. What are you doing here, John? I just came to pick up some... Uh, sacks. <laughs> Alright, I'm good for a slash. Alright, see you later, John. Bye. Right, I'm back now. You're alright. Jesus Christ. See John on your way out. <coughs> Who? John. No. <laughs> Get his sacks, did he? What are you going on about? Should we get on with the story now? Let's go. Fuck me. <laughs> so it's... Mm, should we make a song of it? It's... Mm, guitar, guitar, guitar. Which one? Which one? The little one. The that ukulele. one. Fuck it. <laughs> Shit. We have a swig. It's my turn this week. It's my turn this week. Was Harold's turn last week, but now it's my turn this week. It's my turn this week. It's my turn this week. We're gonna talk about New Who and all the shit that comes with it. So it's your turn this week. Yeah. Uh, I chose Twice Upon a Time. You did. Uh, it was a Christmas special in 2017. Mm. Um, it was a part of season 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the last story with Capaldi in it. He dies in the end. Air uh, date was the 25th of December 2017. Uh, the writer was Stephen Moffat. The director was Rachel Taylele, producer was Peter Bennett, and the music was God, God. himself. Our Lord and Saviour. Moray. Goldar. Um, do you want a synopsis? Go on then. As the Doctor nears regeneration, he stumbles on his original self, also refusing to change. It takes a captain, a glass avatar, and a familiar face to convince the Doctors the universe still needs them. Full mm. stop. Um, I thought it's just fan service, really, isn't it? It's all right. It's a good thing they got they got um William Hartnell back. Do you know what I've heard? They went had to go through loads of candles to do it as well. So, what did you think? Now that's your question. Yeah. <laughs> um, Capaldi was good. Mm. William Hartnell, great as ever. What's his name? What's David, the actor's name? David Bradley. David Bradley. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's it's just a poor excuse, really. To I don't know if Capaldi said, you know, I really want William Hartnell back, and Steve Moff was like, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think we've got a feasible way to do it. And then Capaldi's like, right, if you don't do it, I'm leaving. Oh no! So they came up with kind of a solution. Um, got Bradley. Uh-huh. Uh, and Capaldi's <laughs> like, right, well, I'm still leaving. And that's the story we got, and we had to write around that. Um, so what Moffat actually did, yeah, is he sat Capaldi down in his trailer and said, right, look, I know you want Hartnell back. And that's not going to happen, right? So Moffat didn't want to do this. Capaldi said, "I want to do this." Yeah. Bradley was like, "I'm, I'm going." Yeah. Money. Um, and this is the story we got. I haven't seen most of the season story. ten. No, I haven't seen most of season ten. So uh, when Capaldi says, "Oh, this is to Bill." Hmm. You got turned to a sideman. I was like, right, thanks. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. You're um, not up to there yet. No, but um, we all saw it coming, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, there is no story here, really. No. There is none. There isn't really. No, it's just, it feels like a circle jerk <laughs> in the TARDIS. Mm. Uh, Same with your story, actually. Wow. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. Um, enjoyable. Yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed Lots it. Lots of, oh, oh, yeah. Lots of that, rather than, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow, oh, that's a good written story. Oh, that's a good character. Holy shit, this is amazing. It was just more of a, oh, yeah, it does look like William Hartnell. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, it was all right, and Capaldi had fun. You can tell he always had that dream in his sleep. Doesn't he look like Capaldi? <laughs> Um, yeah, what do you think? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. Enjoyable. Capaldi's alright. Um, David Bradley is okay. Hmm. Uh, but the story is a bit pointless. There is none. Really. Um, yeah. Should we get into that one then? Yeah. The first doc doesn't want to regen and then goes to the South Pole. Capaldi is there too, but I'm not too sure why. Then the captain comes about and goes on about this woman and we get a bit of an ex- exposition before he was supposed to die mm-hmm. in World War One on you know the battlefield. Uh, they all go into that side of target. They all go inside the TARDIS. Um, and then a claw outside, <laughs> and then a claw outside drags the TARDIS up into the into a ship, and then they're confronted with the testimony. Testimony. Um, what do we think of the very beginning? Hartnell's last story. Amazing. Yeah. The transition. Yeah. Is fantastic. You reckon? Yeah. All right. Uh, the transition's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of any other way they would have done it. it. It's... Is it believable that this Doctor can... Well, it's canon now, isn't it? He didn't just regen into Trout and he went off to see Capaldi. 
Yeah. Mad how they did that back then. Mm. So you got those two people at the beginning with Troughton. Not Troughton. What's his name? Hartnell. Yeah. He, ben and Polly. Ben and Polly. Uh, You've met it? Ben and Polly. I haven't. You have. When? In the moon base. Right. Oh, it's them? Yeah. Yeah, it's all this shit. And then uh, Hartnell goes to the South Pole. He's already at the South Pole. And Capaldi goes to the South Pole. Why? Uh, Is that in a previous episode that I haven't seen? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, well. um, but yeah, Hartnell's there because of the 10th planet, the story. Yeah. It's set in the South Pole. Uh, obviously, it's Hartnell's regeneration story. Regeneration story. Regeneration story. Um, so, yeah. Um, so then this captain guy comes out, doesn't he? Well, Hartnell sees Capaldi and then the captain comes out. Um, I mean... It's very hard for me to take Mark Gatiss in a serious role. Who's Mark Gatiss? He's uh, the 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 soldier. Right. What was he in? Uh, League of Gentlemen. Right. And he writes for Doctor Who as well. Shit. Uh, but every time I see his face, I just can't take him seriously. Well, I've never seen him before, and I couldn't take him seriously. Oh, right, okay. No, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Now, I did watch this in 4K. Did you? I did. It's like the only 4K Blu-ray of Doctor Who there is wow. that I could find. What did it look like? Dreadful. Um, well, I'm I, I bringing this up now because, you know, the captain Yes. is an extreme close-up on TARDIS. <laughs> and you can see every single pore that needs popping. Um, but that looked great, to mm-hmm. be fair. Besides the obvious. Do you know what I'm going to say? The Glass Girl. The Glass Girl. It looks dreadful. Fuck me. Is this the 90s now, is it? It looks absolutely terrible. Awful. Just don't do it. Terrible. Leave it. Oh, the, the, the whole idea of the testimony is just crap. It's just a fill... It's, it must just be to fill in time. It's got to be. It, I think they needed a nice send-off and they need an excuse to bring these characters back from the dead. Um, I think you just don't need to do this. I was expecting, like, oh, shit. You know, the front cover. Chills. All, yeah, or they're all on the front cover of this episode. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like, Tenant would be in, like, the stock pictures. You're like, oh, shit, stuff's going to go down. And and Bill's looking up to the sky. What's in the sky? You want to watch? You want to watch? You need to watch? Yeah. You watch it. They're just you know, bickering on the TARDIS. Yeah, and... and they say some funny things, to be fair. I think... But the main thing is that it isn't like Hartnell... The David Bradley portrayal isn't like Hartnell. No, I thought that. It's not really. It's a caricature of what people who haven't seen Hartnell think Hartnell's <laughs> like. No, he would have watched it. I know, yeah, he would have, but it's written... I think it's it's definitely written like that. All the sort of... Yeah. The PC stuff, like, oh, you can't say that, you can't say that. It's not really there. Or is, it's not there that prominent. And the Doctor doesn't no, drink. No, it's not, is it? So... And that's established in... Is it the Gunfighters? Well, I don't know what I'm asking you. I haven't got a clue. No. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Gunfighters where he says about... Um, that he doesn't drink. So he'll have just a glass of milk. Milk? A glass of milk. Ah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought you were just going to say water or something. No, yeah. He, does, he doesn't drink. So... A pint of milk. You like your milk, oh, don't I do you? like a pint of milk. Boy, um, freaks drink milk like that. Like a pint. I like a little milk tash. Um, oh, 
clotted cream milk. Woof. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a, there's quite a few issues with this. I think if you know what you're looking for, I'm not saying to do, but uh, there are some things that stand out. That being one of them, the PC stuff, the drinking. Yeah, I the, think, when I, with the things I watched, he didn't seem no like that. No, he didn't, did he? No. I liked it though. It, it's okay. It is okay. I he, like. He, I like how Capaldi says, "Don't say that." He plays it like if the camera wasn't there, they'd be saying it. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he plays it very weirdly. I will yeah. say, David Bradley. He's great in the docudrama, yeah, whatever is, it yeah. is. Um, but yeah, it's it, yeah, it's just not quite right. And he, I don't know what I'm trying to say now. He plays it very. He says everything slow. Hmm. He spoke quite big, fast pauses between words. It's like how I speak. And it, oh, it, it's just uncomfortable. Hmm? He doesn't do that at all. Hmm? It does at the beginning, but not <laughs> after that. He does it all the time in Classic Who. Yeah, it's... Mm. Um, I think after Web Planet uh, like, is when it's at its peak. Yeah, peaking. Yeah. Peaking. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Bradley's okay. I would have liked to have seen another Doctor instead of William Hartnell. I would have liked to see... Uh, Who do you think they could get away with using? So the one's still alive. Um, right, so... Sylvester McCoy. Hmm? I think would just be a laugh. I think they could probably do Sylvester McCoy as well. Yeah. Uh, you just write... You know, if you're a better writer, you'll just write that... Oh, in this parallel universe, he never did die. He's still alive, he's still kicking. That's what he looks like now. And then well, they meet. I'm sure we're getting on onto this that a lot of the multi doctor stories take place sort of supposedly after the doctor's regenerated. Mm. Um Yeah, you said this about Trout, didn't you? Mm. Should we talk about the bill in the room? The what? The bill in the room. Bill Potts. Bill Potts. Mm. Now, I stated in the episode we reviewed Oxygen yes. that I wasn't a fan. And I stated that I was a fan. Now, I would like to retract that statement. As would I. And say, she shit. I don't like Bill anymore after seeing this. <laughs> oh, no, I was joking. I, I, I've i only seen, you know, the first few episodes of season 10. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I quite like her. I quite like her. Um, she... I can almost see the writers sitting down on the table as they do with a nice cup of tea. Two, please. Sugars. And then... He says, right, we need a new companion for you, Capaldi. And he's like, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Peter. Um, what do you think about mixing Donna Noble and, who am I going to say? I uh, don't know. Martha Jones, that's right. Oh, right. Mix them together, you'll get Bill. Because you've got the smarts and the wit of Martha. And you've got the, you know, average person uh, with a sad ending, you know, Donna. Right. I think they merged them together. I think this works quite well. Mm. I just I just found her very annoying in this. Well, she's not really playing herself. Yeah, but well, nobody's really playing themselves in this. It's 
it feels out like everything is very out of character. It does, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Even Capaldi's like speech at the end is a bit iffy. It was a yeah, wasn't great. Was it haters? And don't eat pears. Don't eat pears. Why did he do that speech? Because the next Doctor won't know, will they? Or does the memory well, like stick? Or? No, it doesn't stick generally. Right. Um, but enough to know past stories and characters. Yeah, well, yeah. It's... I don't know. But no, I like Bill. I do like Bill. I think she's okay. I don't I don't completely dislike her. I just found her annoying in this. Mm. I usually like Bill. But, um... Hmm. Now, when they go up to the ship, yes, testimony. Mm-hmm. What's happening? I don't know. Please, what is happening? I don't know. We're, so, well, it's going on the right. side. Okay, right here we go. So, the soldier gets picked up. <laughs> there you go. Soldier gets picked up. And is put back in the wrong time stream. Yeah. So. What does that mean? I don't know. So the testimony picked up the soldier. From the well, moment the testi- of death. Let's just nail down what the testimony is. It's an afterlife. So in year 5 billion and 12, I think. It's something like that, isn't it? This company decided, right, we're going to do the, the impossible. We're going to take people from the moment of the death extract their characteristics and uh, memories and stuff like that and put them in a glass so they can live on yeah yeah but then they die right yeah I think Uh, to keep the time stream but yet they're still alive anyway in that glass thing although it's not glass because they can like shapeshift and yeah I don't know I don't yeah so they decided it's it's, it's nothing wrong with them it's completely pointless all it is there for is because Stephen Moffat cannot write out companions they're dead, but they're not dead. Dead. Yeah. But they, well, they are. They are dead, but they're not dead. Yeah. Dead. Like not dead. dead well, not dead. Dead. They, yeah. they're kind of dead, but they're not dead. 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 Yeah. Dead, but they're dead. Like, they, but they, they're not. Like they keep the contract Fuck in the drawer, yeah. just in case they need them back. They, they're not dead, but they, 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 you yeah. know, they're dead. They're just they're sort of dead, but they're dead. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know the. The testimony is a piss poor excuse just to have these characters come back to say goodbye. Yeah, that's all it is, is just to have them come back. And the sigh, I could hear the sigh of all the people who did in the past and will in the future sigh at this moment, which is when Capaldi visits Rusty and... Remember this character from ages ago? Fuck me. And then it's just like, oh, they're not bad. And then that's it. Yeah. I thought there'd be a twist or something. I, I, thought I, I looked was, at yeah. the timestamps. Oh, only twenty minutes left. This is it. Did go on for a while. I felt the story. Oh yeah. I kept. I looked at the time a few times, thinking, "How long is this?" All oh, right. Okay. So only fifteen hour, minutes yeah. longer. But Jesus. So the testimony pick up the captain. They do. And they drop him off in a place that he's not supposed to be, mm-hmm. which just so happens to be where Hartnell is and just so happens to be where Capaldi is. It is. And then they want him back. So they pick up the TARDIS. And then they have a little row in the ship. Yeah. Uh, really just so... 
there is no reason for it, really. They meet Bill again, kind of. Yeah. And, but it all just seems like these situations are forced, so... The whole Hartnell, the whole story feels very forced. Yeah, just so Hartnell and Capaldi can finally meet. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, should we move on to Act Two? Oh shit! No, actually, Bill's reveal. I th- I uh, I thought it was his granddaughter. I thought it was Susan. I completely forgot. Even though she's in the thumbnail, yeah. I looked at it thinking, "What? I don't remember this." I really thought it would be Susan. And there, there's a big point at the end that I completely forgot. What? We'll, we'll get to it, but I've, my brain is completely mashed of where this fits in the timeline. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll I discuss I really that. don't think they bother even thinking about it now. I'm sure it's right. And it's well, a, no, not it's that. Our, it's our uh, job right, to do that. Right, let's say this now. So at the end of the story, we get the Jodie reveal. No, we'll do that at the end. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that at the end. Um... Yeah, I, I thought it was his granddaughter, and I thought that would have been weird. It would have been weird, and I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done anything they did in this, though. So. No. What do you think of Hartnell with the sunglasses on? Uh, I'm sick of those sunglasses. Right, I'm then. sick of the browser history joke. How many times have we heard that now? You know what? Every time I hear that, it gets funnier every time. Mm. It's fucking hilarious. Who keep? Uh, <sighs> Who's script editing this? It's going to be Stephen Moffat, isn't it? It's me. <laughs> and then he'd be like, no, that's funny. It is funny. Uh, that's funny, yeah. It's Jesus Christ, it's not funny. It is not funny, and it has never been funny. So... Oh, God. What is he insinuating, that the Doctor... Oh, it's just... Uh... Anyway, Act 2. Act 2. Act 2. Um, So, the Doctor and the other Doctor and Bill talk for a bit, and the Captain, I forgot he yeah. was there. They talk for a bit in the ship, and then they escape, but not with the TARDIS. Uh, so they take the first Doctor's TARDIS. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, and Bill's there, isn't she? Uh, they go to the center of the universe <laughs> to get in. They go to the. <laughs> trying to say it with a straight face. They go to the center of the universe to get info in Villingard from Old Rusty. The 12th Doc is. Capaldi the 12th one, he is, isn't he? Yeah. The 12th Doc figures out that the testimony is fine. They go back to kill the captain because he's a dick, and then he doesn't die. Yep. Act 3? That's pretty much Act 2, though. I don't know what else. There's so little story in this. Nothing happens. No. So that... Yeah. Capaldi's about to regenerate. Hartnell is about to regenerate. Yeah. Oh, David Bradley. Yeah. David Bradley. Um, a soldier appears out of nowhere because yeah. it's a mistake. They find out that it, the mistake thing is not evil by finding a Dalek just to serve as like. Do you remember this character that I wrote ages ago? Um, 
they drop the captain off. Yeah. And they regenerate. Yeah. That 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 is it, isn't it? There's no like, there's no arc. They finished. They started. Uh, Capaldi only says goodbye. Really, he doesn't that change his mind at all, or he still doesn't want to go. But I think knows. it's an awful story it's for Han, uh, for Capaldi to finish on. Capaldi's run is awful. Yeah, it's such a shame. Um, um, I don't honestly. I don't think we need to talk about much. Act two is that just that. Yeah. It looks all right. There's any like, how many locations are there? Like one, two. If we do an interior and exterior. Okay, so there's two TARDIS interiors. Yeah. There's South the pole. South Pole. There's the inside of that uh, spaceship thing. Yeah. There's the battlefield. The battlefield, Villengard outside, and, and Villengard inside. Inside, so that's seven. Do they go anywhere else? I don't think so. No. Oh, well, no, they don't. I suppose there's a 10th planet recreation stuff. No. Well, can can I touch on that? What's that now? So, this came after an adventure in space and time, didn't it? Mm. The docudrama. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that they are using the sets from that. Yeah. So they're using the TARDIS console repainted white for some weird reason. What colour was it originally? Like a green colour. Right. Um, they're using the 10th planet. So they film. apparently they filmed a load of inserts for this, recreating bits of the 10th planet. Right. But they just didn't use them. What's the 10th planet? William Hartnell's last story. Right, okay. But the last episode is missing, mostly. Other than the regeneration at the end, but the regeneration's awful, grainy and yeah thing. So they recreated a load of scenes from this apparently, and just didn't use them. So all of the Tenth Planet sets were redone, rebuilt, mm. supposedly. I think no, yeah, and they just didn't use just them. didn't use it because the the Tenth Planet sets were supposed to be used in uh, Adventure in Space and Time as well. I think they are. A little snippet of them is used. So, there might be deleted scenes. Maybe. I've never seen the footage anywhere. Right, like okay, maybe it, they just didn't do it then. It's never popped up. But um, What a shame. Yeah. What do you think about this? Because there's a whole thing at the minute of whether they should remake Hartnell stories. Like, recreate the missing episodes. Yeah. What do you think about doing that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for recreating them. Um, it's difficult to do, obviously, because you'll never get the same Doctor. Uh, yeah, or any unbelievably difficult. Um, uh, but you just got to think, okay, you can either have a full recreation that's as accurately, accurately done as possible, yeah. and we'll get the best actors we can, and you'll have to fill in the blanks. Mm. Or we can just animate them. Now, yeah. I would say, fuck it, let's have both. Mm. Because it's better than having nothing. Um, I quite like I quite like it when New Who recreates some stuff from Old Who. I think it's a really nice thing. Um, and to be fair, in this it's done really well. Yeah. Like, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Ben and Polly are nothing like Ben and Polly. I thought of that. Like, he doesn't even talk like that. 
It's like, it's all right, Doctor. Don't worry. Hey, where are you from? <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It's it's so good. Looks great. Um, and the attention to detail is terrifying. Mm. Like, it's so good. Yeah, but uh, it just doesn't do anything in this story. There is no story. No, nothing. There is no story. There. They needed a Christmas special, and this is the best they come up with. And I think it's shit for that. Yeah, I think it's this is um, if just imagine. I know it's not the case, and you can't really do this, but imagine if this was just a solo Doctor story, and there was no Hartnell. Oh yeah, dreadful. Thinking about it, actually, besides the TARDIS and how they escaped the South Pole, mm. why is Hartnell there? Just to fill out the dialogue. It is, isn't it? There's no reason for him to be there. Well, besides use his TARDIS to escape. I don't want to say it. It sounds really negative that I'm being really negative about this story, and I don't mean to be because I, I did really enjoy it. Mostly because of that Antle stuff. It is, isn't it? I'm just realizing that now. But it doesn't. It's it's not there for any reason. No. So it's just sort of, I'm just sat there watching Bradley thinking, he's good. Yeah. He's good at doing this. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's well, good. Well, we could just watch the biopic. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they used him, though. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it, if anyone were to play him, it'd be him. Mm. Um, but then I again, think... the portrayal is, is very, very different. Yeah. And we only got snippets of that, didn't we, in the biopic? Like yeah, the, a, a lot of it is him out of character, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, it's just him being him. Yeah. Um but he does strange pauses in the middle of his sentences. And it makes it you you do you get like that by the end of the scene. I mean, he did do that and he was losing it a bit by the he, end. He, of yeah, it. I suppose. But it's uh, I don't know. It was okay. I, it was fine. Fine. <laughs> I I I honestly don't think we can even apart from Act Three, what else is there to say? Nothing it really. It looks all right. The Sh- tell you what, the the Battlefield One, um, World War One set. Yeah, great. Yeah. To be fair, it's not too hard to do, is it? Really, it's just mud. Yeah, and like <laughs> bits of wire and stuff like that. However, yeah. looks great. Have you ever seen World War One? Set look bad. No, neither have I. So <laughs> let's assume it's not too hard to do. Yeah. However, it looks great. Yeah, it does look good. I think it's nice that they chose because I've I've heard about that about that story with World War One. Joe, where the soldiers all sing and you the know, armistice. play football. Yeah, the yeah. armistice. I heard about that. And I think it's done that quite a nice thing. Yeah, it feels a little bit shoehorned just yeah, to make the captain not yeah, die. Yeah, it does. But um, yeah. And then we get the reveal that he's the Brigadier's... I knew that from the very first time I saw him. Did you? Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know what it is. I thought it was him, to be honest. I thought they just got a different actor. He's like, been that dead old. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really the, look yeah. like him. Well, he wouldn't even been born. So... It might be a kid, actually. Is he the Brigadier's... What is he? Brigadier's uncle? Great uncle? Oh, I don't know. Dad? I thought dad. Maybe. I don't know. Was he supposed to die? Did he ever die? I don't know. So where does this testimony come in? Oh, fucking yes. hell, it's all shit. Honestly, looking back, this is shit. 
it's crappy writing and it's only fun because there's two good actors there. Apart from that, you can fuck off. I'm getting pissed off now. I tell you what, though, Act 3. I paid for that. 4K Blu ray. Fuck you. Go <laughs> Act on. 3 yeah. really pissed me off. Should we get and into I bet it? you can tell. I bet you can tell where I nearly switched it off. No. Well, read Act 3. And as you're reading it, yeah. think about where would I switch it off. Okay. Act 3. Ev- everyone is fine. Troughton is reborn. Uh, Clara. Uh, Troughton is reborn? Yeah. Okay. On screen. Okay. You know, he's back. Season 14, is it? I think Star's Um <laughs> Clara puts salt in the Doctor's eyes and a bald man straddles the Doctor. Then Jodie falls to her death. Okay. Great ending. Where do you think I got pissed off? This, I don't know. Jodie. Nope. Bald man. Where Nardol appears. Nardol. God, I hate him. Ooh, that's funny, isn't it? Fuck off. Fuck right off, you stupid dick of a character. I hate Nardol with every fucking fibre. God, alive and miserable tonight. I know. Um, so, yeah, don't like Nardol. I'm not a massive fan of Nardoyle, but he's nowhere near as bad as I thought he'd be. I think he's fine. He is fine. Why is he in this? Don't know. I don't Why know. is Clara back again? Let her die. I know, but even I was like, oh, Clara. Oh, I do like Clara. I know, I was like, oh no. I know. Yeah. This is what we had, and even oh. then it was shit. I will say, some of the scenes with Bradley, I can't think where, and I was probably <laughs> tired. Yeah. Did make me choke up a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. But we'll never know where. Never know where, because I can't remember, and I can't be bothered doing any writing for this. Right. So, I um, didn't either. Oh, good. I didn't... I barely wrote any notes. That's good. What the fuck was there to write on? Yeah. I I watched it with all intention of writing any yeah, notes. Yeah, same. And I just didn't write anything. Watched it three times. That's my usual. There's generally nothing to write about. No. Why is the Dalek there? Who the fuck cares? Because they don't. The writers don't. I don't know why we should. Now, fuck off. Um, Nicholas Briggs has got one more paycheck, so we've got to get him in to do something. Just put that Dalek prop or something. Oh, God. Right, well, let's talk about the end. Yeah, they hug, blah, blah, blah. It really, really doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter No one cares. Right, skip all that. All tears, boo-hoo, I'm shit. He goes into the TARDIS. Big speech. Big speech. Big and long just monologue. as you think he's gonna regenerate, goes <gasps> and 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 has a big walk round the TARDIS. Yeah. And, all right, it's probably one of the weakest ones. I think one of the best ones in New Who Regenerations, like him or hate him, is Tenant. It's I, so sad. I it's don't really such remember. Such a it. sad ending to his story. This whole uh, whole run. Um, God, it didn't even look good. The regeneration. I'm. Do you know what? I've I've never been a fan of the whole flame Jesus, you know, crucifixy yeah. kind of thing. And and it, to be fair, this story highlighted a load of things that I just think: Why do they do this when it's already there? The TARDIS console room. Mm. I love Capaldi's TARDIS console Same. room. I want to live there. When you move to the Hartnell one. Yep. 
even Leah said, we watched this together. Yeah. She was like, God, that looks great. Really? Yeah. Hartnell's console room looks great. Shit. And when you go back to the Capaldi one, yeah. it makes you think, why Why did you even do this? No, I disagree. I, I still really like Capaldi's. I love the... I, no. Let, let's yeah. think of the character. Hartnell just stole it, so it's quite fresh. Yeah. And if you watch the... I think it's the last episode of season nine... Uh, you'll see they steal a fresh TARDIS. Yeah, with Clara like whispering. Tin can. Yeah. yeah. Fucking shit. Anyway, honestly, yep. i got to stop saying that. Right. But honestly... my, I cannot believe how bad it's getting. <laughs> it's a whole decline. It's nothing to do with Jodie. The show is shit after season five. <laughs> it, it's a gradual fall as well. I wish I was being funny, but it's not very good. It's really not very good. A lot. Do you know what? A lot of people switched off at Capaldi. I've watched a I lot of YouTube stuff them. recently. Yeah. Where they said we, they stopped making Doctor Who content at that point. That's really sad. Yeah. And it's nothing. To, I don't know. I, I think everyone's to blame, to be honest. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all they're all the cog in the wheel. Yeah. I'd, um. If you really want to pin it on one person, it has to be Stephen, Stephen Moffat. Because he's not only writer, he's showrunner, and it's his job yeah. to make sure all those wheels are, you know, chugging Oiled away. and chugging away. Um, but no, I just want to express how annoyed I am at how bad Doctor Who has gotten. Yeah. And I don't want to be on the, yeah, the YouTube guy. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Who is dead. He's not wrong. Well, I did a David Tennant then. Well, fuck no. All right, I tell you what. What? So let's let's talk about the Jody in the room. Okay, can I voice my initial shock? Go. So when I first watched this, Hmm. I didn't. I had no memory of the Jody reveal being in this story. Oh, you did say this. So I was. I thought. In, I don't know where this has come from. In my head, I thought we never saw Capaldi regenerate into Jodie. And all the way through this, I've thought, there's something going on here that Jodie isn't a real doctor. Oh, I reckon there's something right. going on here. Because we didn't ever see Capaldi regenerate into Jodie. Right. Don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> Just made that up in my Blocked head. it out. So, in my head, Capaldi left. Yeah. And then we waited a load of time, and then we had the Jodie reveal on, like, BBC, like the advert, that's usually after Strictly Come Dancing It or yeah. something, where she's in the woods and she takes her hood off, and then it's like, Jodie Whittaker is Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, I can't work out where this fits in the timeline of that, then. Cause right, yeah. Is this, was that film bit put in after for, like, an extended release, or... Was it always like that? And then I would imagine they did a reveal, and if you didn't see that, they'd throw in that trailer so you, you know um, something big's happened, Doctor Who. I'm going to shout this out, right? If anybody can just explain the timeline to me, yeah, can you please just send us an email or send us a message on Twitter? Because I've on a, I have to know. Or, I don't know what's happened. You have ran out of chalk. <laughs> You've ran out of chalk. Your blackboards in your room are covered, covered in just me, my ramblings. Yeah. I just can't work it out because in my head, we never saw Jody uh, Capaldi regenerate. Don't know where that's come from. And then 
she's at the end of this story. Was she always at the end of this story? Did we find out that Jodie was going to be replacing him before this story? I don't think we did. I'm convinced that this insert bit was added in after as like the special like right i don't know please somebody tell us so that's that's the story really isn't it you get the jody bit at the end why does the tardis blow up it always does that doesn't it now uh i think it's like out with the old in with the new wreck the tardis yeah it's like it gets worse every time now well tenants like got a bit of flame then matt smith's no, uh, Clara was there with him. Nothing really happened. And Capaldi's are like, fuck me. I think it's when they, they choose not to regenerate and it's this massive explosion. Is it the longer they hold it off? Maybe. I think that makes more sense. But Matt mm. Smith, to be fair, le- left it off for like a thousand years. So. I, like that. I think the Time Lords gave him, gave him some spunk. So he's back. Jody is the new Doctor. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking like it's 2017? <laughs> so, I don't know if everybody's aware of this, but Jodie Whittaker <laughs> is now Doctor Who. First female incarnation of the... Do- yeah, we, we know this now. Um, what did you think of the reveal at the end? I thought the regeneration... The bit after the rege- regeneration is great. The slow-mo of the ring falling off. Yeah. Very Hartnell to Troughton that the ring doesn't fit anymore. Hmm. Um... Other than that, I think it's oh, brilliant. Mm. Um, it's always quite cheesy, isn't it? The, like when the actor or actress first gets in their yeah. role, and they're expected to carry on straight after in the same scene. It's always very awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Matt Smith's is one of the most cheesiest ones. It's dreadful. Yeah, really not a fan. Distinguishing Um. It's fine, though. I just don't... I know what comes up in the next episode, so I think that's why I'm not really <laughs> that fussed about it, to be honest. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's With with hindsight, it tints everything a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Whereas I think if you were... If, when this was oh, I'd on, be buzzing. Yeah. I'd be like, holy shit. Mm. It's not all bad, is it? <laughs> so, all right, then. Well, let's go through... What were, you, what, what were your good things? What did you like about this? When Capaldi's bad, it's bad for Capaldi. Mm. I think everyone did a serviceable performance. Um, I, I think it's hard if you read a script like that. Well, I think this, it was a last-minute thing as well, wasn't it? That's, I don't know. Well, I barely did any research because I was so pissed off. Well, from what I've... From a quick read-up, because yeah. usually I don't do a lot of research for yours. Yeah. Um. I tend to do more for yours, you know. Do you? Yeah, so who's doing new who research? <laughs> it's uh so yeah, it was Chris Chibnall's Chris Chibnall takes over after this he, ooh, yeah. story. Ooh. And he didn't want to write this because he wanted to start fresh with his new doctor. Yeah. So it was written as a sort of last minute Stephen Moffat wanted to keep the Christmas specials because it had been a normal thing to you know, yeah, you always do a Christmas special. So, well, not anymore. Um, what? We don't have Christmas specials now. Aww, they're so shit, but that's not what I will touch on. It's, the, like, it's a Christmas special. The Christmas specials are crap. There's never been a good good one. I disagree. Which one? 
it is Matt's. Oh fuck off! No, they're all crap. No, they're all no, crap. they're not. The one where it's the he goes on this. It's like a Christmas Carol. Oh god! No, no, I like that one. Oh, it's shit. No, I like that. Um, one. So it's, it's supposed to be shitty. And it's oh, Christmas, it's not, isn't it? Though, is it? It's Christmas. And it really nailed that Christmas vibe. No, I liked it. Ugh. It was all about love and family, and it's gooey and horrible, but yeah, it's, it's Christmas. Awful. I know. I really like that one. Don't yawn. <laughs> so, so I disagree with that one. Yeah. Mm. Anything else that you enjoyed? Oh, um, but yeah, I enjoyed the dynamic between Capaldi and Arnold. Yep. Um, and it looked okay. Yeah. No, that's it. And there's nothing more to say. Sorry. Anything? What about you? Um, I enjoyed a lot of the David Bradley stuff. Yeah. Even though, as I know, I've already said, it isn't very heartily. Mm. Um, I loved the look of the sets mm-hmm. for the most part, especially the Hartnell interior. Even though the console's wrong. Oh, I thought you said sex. Yeah, and that. Um, there's a few lines that I liked. There's some nice dialogue in it. Mm. Um, when David Bradley says to Peter Capaldi, "Do I turn into you?" and Capaldi says, "There's a few false starts, but you get there in the end." Yeah, I like that. Thought that was nice. Capaldi does, does little digs like that, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Last um, one we talked about was the London one. London's a dump. Yeah, it wasn't really a dig though. It was more of a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. There's there's a few nice lines in this. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It's mostly earlier on that I think I enjoy it, where we we sort of get the Tenth Planet scenes. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think in future, yeah, we should keep Christmas specials for Christmas for Christmas. Yeah, just so we can put it off for as long as possible. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do once you're here? Uh, it's just there's, I'm surprised we talked this long about it. Yeah, there's not um, a lot there, is no. there? It doesn't deserve um, much either. I just want to carry on. What colour? Should we give it a rating red. then? Going to go red? red. I'm going to go amber. Why? I don't know. So I'll go red. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say all of the PC stuff, like, oh, you can't say that. I liked it. It was funny. It was funny. But completely out of character. Yeah. Um. So it, it sort of served a purpose. There was too much of it, I think. Mm. Maybe one of those would have been funny. Um, a lot of people say about the, um, you know, where she says you're a bloody idiot or whatever it is, yeah. thing, and he goes, if I have any more language like that from you, young lady, I'll give you a jolly good smack bottom. He said that. Did you watch this story? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say that every week. Yeah. Which obviously is a throwback to Dalek Invasion of Earth, and people are like, yeah, but he can't say that. Like, that's the worst one of it. That's probably the most in-character one that there yeah. is. So, oh, well. Um, uh, but no, it, yeah, it was all right. It was okay. It's a, I've, I mean, I'm rating it a red, but I don't think it's awful. It's probably one of the best Christmas specials, but that's like saying 
he's the best of the murderers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if anything, he's killed the most children. So, you know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an apt um, comparison there. Yeah, uh, thank you. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go red, mm. but when I'm watching it, yeah. I think this is pretty good. Yeah. But then as soon as it's finished, that, yeah. I think, Jesus Christ. And, uh, and when Nardal comes on, honestly, I thought, I have i can't carry on watching this now. I'll watch Hartnell regenerate and that's it. Mm. I thought that was done quite nicely. Um, What was? You know where, where Hartnell regenerates and they sort of, they line him up. Like, exactly. Yeah, right. So, I don't know how to do this. I don't. I know it's, I, to be honest, I'd probably just cut it. Um, but, you know, when you have those... It goes from original footage. Yeah. Where it's like, or like small and they like three. Yeah, and then it's nice, but then... Okay, so... What's, like, what's canon? What's meta? What's happening? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not... Especially, I'm speaking more about um, when Hartnell... Regenerates into Troughton. Yeah. And then it zooms out like we get that. Oh, as if it's a, it was all a dream. No, more like when you're changing the color aspect ratio and then using that original footage. Yeah. Um, I, it just that transition it has to pull you out of the immersion. Not that this was a mer- uh, no. I think way. it's great. When it happens, I, I'm like, oh my god, because you can tell. Um, you know, when he, at the start where it's the emotions, laugh, love, pride, hate, fear, yeah. have you no emotions then? You can see there's something going to happen there because Hartnell looks mm. odd, you know, and then it pulls out, doesn't it, and it's David Bradley. Mm. I, I was amazed. Yeah. I just thought it was great. And I, I like think, his little smile as well. Yeah, That's yeah. That's great. I think, the, I think it was good that they did the regeneration at the end because you've zoomed into it yeah. And then you pull back out to it. Yeah. So it's sort of... It's like a capsule. Yeah, yeah. It feel, you know, ties I, it up. It's, it's just... In what other series would you do that? It's you know, a, yeah, it's I been th- so long running. So it, do you think it's to make the non... It's to make people who aren't aware of Hartnell realise this is Hartnell. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you got the previously on. Yeah. You? 709 episodes ago. I like that. I like that as well. Um... But do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it pulls you completely out of story, and it's completely intentional. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if it's okay to do that. Like, where's the line between, okay, this is a show, and this is a story, you know? Yeah. Because then it's like, pulls out, oh, no, 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 this is old who, and this is the camera we used back See, the thing is, right... And we jump right back to the story, like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? We need to do The Timeless Child... At some point, because it'll mean I don't have to talk about it again. But I'm only bringing it up because it doesn't bother me, this whole... I'd say it doesn't bother me. It sort of bothers me. I'm like 50-50 at the minute. I'm not angry about it. What? That the whole thing about Hartnell not being the first Doctor anymore. I'm not asked. No, I'm not bothered about it. But I'm I'm bothered only in the sense of sort of... Everything's been set up for you. Why bother changing yeah. it? It is some form just of arrogance make... there, isn't it? Well, it's just... 
you you could just do it about the future. Is it just this sort of thing now that like Marvel started doing it of sort of you know we've got to have this big revelation that everything you know is a lie. You can tell Doctor Who's influenced by Marvel, and it's just oh, it's been there for years. Just leave it alone and do whatever you do what you want to do. Yeah, and you can hint to stuff, but it's just you giving everything I, away. I, as it's a like sort the of, core tenets of not David Tennant. <laughs> the the core it is tenants, isn't it? Uh, and principles of if you're showrunner, you got to follow these rules. Yeah, well, for the fans and for the safety and structure of the show moving forward, we know you're not going to mess it all up. So there's a whole fugitive doctor thing with Joe Martin at the minute, isn't there? That we don't really know where she fits into the timeline, whether she's after uh, Jody or before. I but, can't comment. I've never I know, seen no, I know, anything I know. But, of about this. But we it is pretty much set in stone now, unless what the Master said is a lie, which I'd say is probably pretty likely. But at this moment, with no explanation, we have to assume that there are many, many Doctors before Hartnell. Although, having said that now in my head, I suspect... Or I would imagine that Chibnall has done that to just piss off old fans and he will sort it out. Because <laughs> I'd do it and I'd find it funny that yeah. ev- that the world is going mad. <laughs> you can't do that. Why have you done that? And then in the next story, it's like... Fakes. Oh, it's all a lie. Yeah. Um, and, that, and none of that has been explained in the... Revelation, Revolution of the Daleks, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, resolution? I don't know. Revelation? No. Uh, revolution. So yeah, but when Jody's on, we'll definitely review the stories as they come out, I think. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it doesn't annoy me at all, really. I've said this from... I think I've said this from the very first episode of the podcast, that whatever New Who does doesn't alter my love of old who at all because it's a standalone thing that yeah. i just i love uh. so but it just it it annoys me in the sense of like well it's like they've done all the work for you so why are you bothering to put stuff before to just mess everything up and not in the sort of like oh, ruin now it's just like well what does that do other than make everybody go oh it seems to me that they want to stray. Just write good stories. That's all we're asking for. And this is That's all it needs. Own. It's all it needs. All programs seem to be like this now, that you have to have this know. massive revelation. Just no. write good stories that stand alone. Have a little bit of an arc if you want. Mm-hmm. But everything now is just like boom boom. Yeah. Bigger picture. Yeah. Bigger picture. You yeah. don't know. You stick around. Oh god. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Is that? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> Big stretch. <laughs> Thank fuck that's done. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No. Um, sorry about that. Sorry if it was over overly negative. But, that's all right. Um, it was just fucking shit. So let's move on to your one. Okay. So my story is the Three Doctors from season ten. It is serial one. Aired from the 30th of December 1972 to the 20th of January 1973. Written by Bob Baker and Dave Martin. Director is Lenny Main. 
Produced by Barry Letts and music by Uncle Dud. Tis four episodes long. I love Uncle Dud. I love Uncle Dud. I hope Dud. he gets me a present this Christmas. Oh, Uncle Dud. Would you like a synopsis? Yeah, all right then. Time itself is in peril. The Time Lords find themselves besieged by a mysterious enemy. Vital cosmic energy is draining into a black hole, and the Doctor is their only hope. Trapped in the TARDIS, however, he's powerless. The only way out is to break the first law of time to let the Doctor help himself. Literally. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. So what did you think? Let's toss, shall we? Is that right, yeah? Funny. Okay. It's funny. Um, Just an average old who episode, really? (laughs) (laughs) Shit review. (laughs) That's the shittest review I've given. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Fair. Okay. It's getting quite common now, isn't it? Now it's fair. Just fair. No, it was quite fun. Um, it's Trouton, isn't it? You just want to give him a hug. Um, and Pertwee. <laughs> I love Pertwee. I think he's my favourite. You know, I'm starting to think Pertwee's my favourite Doctor. Mm. He's so miserable. I yeah. love him. He's so funny. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is. I think. It's something in his eye. Mm. Sometimes it's like, did you just look at me? <laughs> then I get goosebumps. I think I'm... <laughs> I, think... <laughs> I think I might fancy him. Brilliant. I think I might fancy him. I think that's why. I think it's fair. It's fuck, the hair. fuck knows why. I just think Pertwee is amazing. That's fair. But story... Um... Yeah, it was alright, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, <sighs> like just glaring issues, isn't there? Glaring issues, but I just thought it was hilarious. Okay, I just want to add: if me and Perch were in a relationship, he'd be able to protect me. Oh, and he would, yeah. I'm scared of him. <laughs> Fucking love Pertwee. Go on then. What did you uh think? Think. I think. Uh, I think it's glorious. Mm. I think it's absolutely glorious. Mm. It's really fun. It is fun. It's probably got one of the best villains there's ever been. Um, really? Yeah. You need like best villains because it's shit, or bits of best villains. Just one of the best villains ever. Hey. Um. Mm. Yeah. I just I think it's great. I think it's really fun. I first saw this when it came out on DVD in 2003. Um, and I just loved it. I had the little... In the DVD, there was a like a little photo card, like a little postcard size, like nice high-res image mm. of the planet's surface with the gel guards and then the three doctors like above That's cool. the horizon. Um, you still got it? Yeah. Huh. Where? I don't know, probably in the DVD. Uh, and I just I think I just think it's great I love this story it's not one of my top you know top ever 
but I top three. I think it's I think it's great. We got one just marry it then. All right then. Uh, would you like a little breakdown? I say a little breakdown. Would you like me to? I've break... seen your paragraphs. Yeah. It doesn't need that. I could sum it up faster for you if you want. <laughs> They're massive. They're not massive. All right, here we go. Do you want me to read them all in one go, or do you want to talk no. about episode by <laughs> episode? by episode, please. Okay, episode one. Arthur Ollis gets sucked off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why I stopped reading it. <coughs> Arthur Ollis... Arthur Ollis gets sucked off into a black hole as soon as they find a fine moustached chap called Dr. Tyler arrives in a Land Rover and stands in the weirdest way I've ever seen anybody stand on a Land Rover. He turns up and he's hanging onto the side of the Land Rover from the door, leaning on the roof. I've done that. Do you know what? I actually tried that today in an old Land Rover Defender. And it is really tricky to do and <laughs> unbelievably uncomfortable so why don't you just get out <laughs> the doctor joe and the brigadier and dr tyler have a conversation about this weather balloon and the strange results it's coming back with dr tyler develops the x-ray the, the weather balloons x-ray i really was lost with this one what what's the x-ray for well, it's the it's the results from the weather balloon. But they come on X-rays, do they? Uh, well, I put. He's very impatient as well. He's probably ragging it out the it, printer. I put Doctor Tyler develops the film as an X-ray. What? Uh, and then they find Arthur Alice's face in the image. Bessie then gets sucked off into the black hole, and then the gel guards appear, and a load of unit soldiers run past and attack the thing. At that point, did you notice how the unit soldiers all ran in front of the machine gun on the floor? No. They set up a machine gun, Yeah. and then like three or four guards just run in front of it before they started firing. (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Dead now. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, we then meet the Time Lords, who think the only way to help the Doctor is to send an earlier version of himself to help himself. Uh, a recorder appears on the TARDIS console, then the second Doctor appears, and the whole I am he and he is me, one of those conversations takes place. Uh, because of all the arguing between the Doctors, the Time Lords decide to send the first Doctor out to sort them out. He explains the red static blob stuff is a time bridge. The Doctor and Joe run outside the TARDIS and get sucked off. <laughs> What did you think of episode one? The Time Lords are a bit... odd. You'll break the first rule of time! Uh, come on, like, we don't need to do that. We don't need to... The, con- the situation doesn't call for time-breaking things. It's not that bad. Well, the energy from Gallifrey yeah. is being sucked into the black hole, isn't it? Drained. yeah. yeah. Because Omega wants to piss off the Time Lords. Yeah. So we sort of need them. Omega. 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 Yeah, that's what uh, what's a, Joe says. Everyone, ben- everyone's saying Omega, and she says Omega. What's, uh, Bent- what does Benton say? Omega. 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 What do you say? Omega. Omega? Yeah. That's how Pertwee says it, and Troughton. Yeah, but... And himself. <laughs> That's Omega. how Omega says it. Omega. That's Omega. 
That's the watch. Um, Alpha and Omega. Not Alpha and Omega. 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 That's crap. I think uh, Omega is the American way of saying it, but it's always... It's oh, yeah, but you call it an elevator. Fuck you. Stick it Fuck up your ass, you. you stupid little boy. Look at you. Look at you with little headphones on. You think you're a proper podcaster? You're nothing. Yeah, I know. you got a shit fucking podcast with someone who doesn't even want to be here. So fuck you. <laughs> Go suck off Joe's toes or something. So what did you think of episode one? Oh, you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't you like to know, you little shit? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. It was all right, yeah. <laughs> episode two. No, hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Trying to recall what even happened. I've just read it out. Right, I've got my notes. Let's see. Yeah, so... No. You haven't got any notes. I have. Is there anything I can do? Yes, get me a silicon rod. At that point, I thought, right, am I watching Doctor Who? Where's that silicon rod going to go? Goes in his drink, doesn't it? Yeah. I thought that was funny. Because I thought it was going to go right up his... The music is amazing. Yes. I really love this. The music's great. Well, I say only the one track really that I really liked was uh, him and his little car. Always reminds me of Brum. Well, like, hang on. Do you know Brum? I do know Brum. Fucking love Brum. Can you stop saying it like that? (laughs) Brum. (sighs) Pertwee's a little bitch. He's proper bitchy in this. He's always been a bit bitchy, but in this, he's a little cow. Hmm. He is, isn't he? When uh, I think it's the brigadier, isn't it? Stay, stay here, doc. Stay here, doctor. No much point in my being anywhere else, is there? Do it in Percy's accent. No, I'm trying to. I can't do it. I've got to. I can't do it. Percy. <laughs> of course, your fouls. <laughs> Little bitch. Um. I love Pertwee. Hmm. If I didn't say that already. I've, I I don't know why... Do you want to say it again just to... No. I feel yeah. uncomfortable. Um, what do you think of episode one? Uh, I think it's great. I think it's a nice little setup. Find out about the black hole, the weather balloon. Um, we get the gel guards. What do you think of the gel guards? They look tasty. I think the gel guards look great until they move. Yeah. Now, when I look at the gel guards, yeah. do you know what I think? No. I think, and I don't know if you've ever had this, but I don't. I can't even remember where it was from. I think some lemonades have it or some kind of drink and some, some dessert. And they have little jelly beads in them. And then when you eat one, they pop in your mouth wow. and the juice goes everywhere. And it looks like one of them. I just want to go up to them and dig in. Nice. That's what I want to do. They look nice. Wow, nice. Besides that, this crap, aren't they? What are they doing? What is this about having these f- stupid-looking monsters and like? Oh, the- <laughs> can we not just have like good-looking? <laughs> Monsters and you know they actually look like they can do their job properly instead of like, yeah, really struggling to even lift. Where did even come from? Well, they they uh, Omega sends them, doesn't he? To yeah, but where did they come from? 
out of Omega's mind. What the fuck is going on in his mind? Love to know. If I was alone, where is he in the black hole? Yep. If I was alone in there, I think of like a PS5, and like, <laughs> and then like eventually like, oh yeah, I want me family and stuff. I create them. Then I'd be like, right, let's piss off Harold. So I'd create in my mind. Um, I'd probably create a story where Hartnell comes back and waves off Capaldi mm. but the story's shit and it's an insult to Hartnell that's what I'd do I'd call it Thrice Upon a Time wow that'd be good but he doesn't do that he just makes these bubbly jelly things so what do you think of the uh, blob thing the thing that comes out of the uh, out of the drain yeah yeah I think it's pretty good alright yeah yeah good uh, should we do episode 2 yeah <laughs> well I don't know what else to say about that yeah it's cool looks alright episode 2 the second doctor makes a buzzy dish thing uh, the Time Lords are still arguing about the Doctor's timelines crossing and how they can't get enough power to bring the first incarnation into the flesh. The Doctor and Joe are in a quarry and find all the bits of the unit lab and Bessie. Back at, back at Unit HQ, Doctor 2 is struggling with the raging red squiggle and he, Benton and the Brigadier go into the TARDIS. Joe and the Doctor find Dr. Tyler and a strange man on a screen orders the jail guards to bring them to him. Tyler, the Doctor and Joe are in the Aladdin's cave and Dr. Tyler wants to make a run for it. He runs but ends back up back at the beginning. The creatures outside Unit HQ disappear and then so does the unit building. Shit. That's episode two. We haven't really addressed Troughton and Hartnell really yet, have we? No. Uh, what do you think? For me, this is one of Troughton's best portrayals. I think he's very similar to how he is in The Two Doctors. I disagree. What's that to me? I don't care. That's <laughs> I think he, he, he's quite very fun. He's always yep. very fun. Um, I think he really loves being next to another doctor well, I think he loves it yeah there's their little banter little banter they have Pertwee fucking hates him he'd deck him and I'd be right behind Pertwee I like Trout but I'm like he's me you know don't know about you Pertwee but you know I like him though. well a, a, a Pertwee and Troughton at conventions notoriously didn't get on right. but it was all put on all in good fun. They they pretended to not like each other. That's funny. But apparently they were really, really close. <laughs> but at the recording of this, they didn't get on. Oh. Like at the beginning of this. So initially the two clashed over different acting styles and working methods. Troughton was fond of ad-libbing and goofing around, whilst Pertwee, P- Pertwee? Whilst Pertwee insisted on sticking to the script. 
After Pertwee questioned Troughton on one of his ad-libs, Troughton replied, Instead of worrying about what I'm going to say, why don't you worry about what you're going to say? Oh. <laughs> the two also quarrelled over Pertwee's habit of moving Stephen Thorne slightly to get better camera angles of himself. Yeah, you right. Something that Troughton uh, objected to as he felt the camera was rightfully focusing on the monsters. But yeah, uh, the two eventually did become good friends and would play a mock-up rivalry at conventions. Right. Um, are you in Camp Pertwee or Camp? Are you Team Pertwee or Camp? Uh... Camp Troughton. I'm Camp Troughton. I'm Camp Pertwee. Team Tr- Pertwee. Team Pertwee. We Team... should get t-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think first we'd be Troughton. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is one of Troughton's best performances as the Doctor. Mm. I'd say it's probably one of the best ones if you want to get somebody into Troughton, so to speak. Um, woof! <laughs> um, just because it's in colour. Yep. And I think it's a lot easier going if you're a new fan and you want to get into Troughton, probably start here. Yeah. And um, this is before he gets his grey hair, like in the two doctors. Yeah, well, it's only, what, two years after? Yeah. Three years after, I suppose. Oh, I can't think. I'm trying to work it out. 73 this isn't it yeah 69 to 73 so four years after right so you know he's pretty much he's the same isn't he yeah um he plays the character really well and he's got instant charisma as soon as you see him mm-hmm. like he's straight back into that role isn't he sucking his little flute yeah uh the recorder thing yeah now the recorder thing the recorder thing wasn't really a big part of Troughton's run. So I don't know why it is made as if it was here. Maybe in like three stories it's mentioned as a thing, really. So I don't know why it's... Well, maybe because he just doesn't want to lose his recorder. Yeah, but it's a constant thing, isn't it, throughout the story? And I know that the recorder is essentially the... Solves the plot. So. And Trout knew that the whole time. Mm. Um, go on then. So, Billy Hartnell. What did you think of Willers? Are you referring to William Hartnell? Yeah. Is that how you abbreviate it, Billy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Willie's alright, yeah. He just sits there, doesn't he? Is it him? Is that him? Yeah, yeah. Is it him? Yeah. Why wasn't he there on set? Because he was too ill. That's sad, isn't it? So all of these, everybody, there was a uh, myth that all of this, all of the Hartnell insert stuff was filmed in his garage, but it wasn't. I think it was filmed at Ealing. Um, I think the biggest shame is that they never show us Hartnell, the Hartnell footage, in full. We're always watching the Hartnell footage through a screen. Why? I don't know. Why they could show the screen and then cut to the yeah. actual footage. Well, I don't know. They wh- do in uh, one instance, Joe, when they all touch each of uh, each of his nipples and they all go. Oh. They all do the contact. Thing. Yeah, and then you see a big. Yeah, you see you his see face a, there, his face spliced but in, but you don't see it whenever he's speaking. No, which I think is a shame. Yeah, and you know, if you're gonna go, I understand that he wasn't well enough to do it, but. It would have been really nice to maybe just have him 
appear right at the very end where the Time Lords have had all their power back so yeah. he's able to get, get there, there and he can just at least say goodbye. Yeah. Because the ending this is, is very rushed. Is this rushed. his last appearance? Yeah, yeah he, he died not long after this. Oh, that's sad. So, you know, it would have been nice to just have him on screen for the goodbye at the end because mm. that is really rushed. It's like, oh, it looks like you won't be needing me anymore. <laughs> Gone. Gone. So... That's a shame. Yeah. But for what he does, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. You know. Omega. Omega. What did you think? Stephen Thorne plays Omega. I felt like I was at a pantomime every time he came on. Um, I, I don't know his reasons. I don't know his thoughts of like why he's doing all this just to piss people off. Um, how did he get there? How did he get there? So Omega is one of the first Time Lords, and Omega this is mentioned in the episode. Yeah, right Fuck at the me. beginning. Shit! So I that bum. Omega, Omega is the one who allowed the Time Lords to get their power. Yeah. So to be able to time trap, this is all nothing to do with New Who. Um. In order for the Time Lords to be able to have time travel, yeah. they needed a huge amount of power. Solar energy. So they tried batteries, solar, yeah. wind, ain't going to work. Black hole. So Omega goes into the black hole. Oh, he was the th- one who built it? Yes. Oh, no, I do remember that. I'm getting confused because a new game came out called Mass Effect. Right. And it has a very similar sort of stuff going on. Okay. So I was getting very confused. And I wasn't thinking straight. And, um, yeah, I do remember. Well, there we go, then. Um, So, yeah. uh, He... Without him, there would be no time travel. Exactly. So he believes, anyway. Well... The Doctor would have thought of something. Maybe. Uh, mm. Just trying to find something. So this is the event horizon. He's in the black hole. Yes. And this is what's in the black hole, is it? A quarry. Well, all of this is in his mind, isn't it? I this this is the thing I, I couldn't really hack. Yeah, it's it's all Omega's will. So everything that you see is created by Omega and he can destroy or create anything because nothing exists. Why couldn't he just create a TARDIS and get out of there? <laughs> Well, he can't escape because his will is the thing that's keeping the world alive. So he needs another time. <coughs> he needs another time lord to take over the will, so he can escape. Right. But because he's been there that long, the black hole energy has sucked him dry. Yeah, it's made him invisible. Yeah. So he can never leave anyway because that's his will sad. is the only thing that is left. Yeah. So there we go. But yeah, what do you, what do you think of Stephen Thorne as Omega? I, I didn't... It's like he, he, he broke a toy and he's really pissed off about it and he's blaming everyone else for it. Well, no. Not only can you just super, super glue it back on, you're just being a dickhead, so I'm not going to do that for you. That's my thought. I, I didn't really like him. Um, I like the premise of this guy. How yep. he got there. Makes sense that he'd be angry that the time was just, just left him. He just gets angrier and angrier. And he does. Angrier. But <laughs> I, it, for me, it wasn't believable. 
where if you look at uh, the invasion mm-hmm. with the main villain and that Tobias Vaughn fuck me he's terrifying mm-hmm. that's how you do it that's how you do it properly uh, this was very panto and very yeah not um, good premise just that the portrayal wasn't great for me and the costume is very uh, great maybe <laughs> maybe I've actually contacted a model maker right to see if he can make the Omega mask right for you well not for me to wear but you know for me well can you contact him to make me something well what do you want um Omega mask no that's what you want no I would like I was going to do a joke then it was a crap I'm going to do it anyway I would like Nardoyle's invisible hair fuck hell episode 3 aye <laughs> so in episode 3 we meet Omega outcast legendary time lord who's created the supernova that powers the Time Lords. The second Doctor and Benton get captured by the Gel Guards, whilst the Brigadier finds Mr. Hollis. As he does, they both see Benton and Doctor 2 being taken to Omega. Doctor 2 and 3 are found out to be the same Time Lord by Omega, and everyone is sent away in a rage. In the cell, the Doctors argue and do their We Are One of Me da, 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 routine again until Joan, J- Joan? Until Joe really spies her ass. The doctors do the contact thing and will up a door in the chamber to escape to find the Singularity Chamber. Once there, Omega freaks out that they're looking at his shit. The companions manage to escape the palace and are met by the Brigadier and Mr. Hollis. They all drive off in Bessie. The Time Lords speak to Doctor One, telling them that all three are needed to destroy Omega. Omega, now even more pissed off, uses his powers to make Doctor Three battle the dark side of his mind. Those who oppose the will of Omega shall not live. Destroy him. Episode Three. Don't say it. Don't say it. What did you think? Oh, <laughs> oh, I think it's great. I love that Omega just gets more and more pissed off. He seems shaken. He's, yeah, <laughs> with a rage. Yeah. I, I think it's great. It's just great. It's so much fun. It's brilliant. You talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get that at all. No, it was fun. Uh,. It just seems like another excuse to me just to have another Doctor in there. Oh, two, actually. Well, it's the 10th anniversary story. I thought they just did one. <laughs> I thought they just did a 10th anniversary. With which one? Um, The one with Petway. The Dalek one. Yeah, this is the 10th anniversary season. That was the 10th anniversary season. Right. This is the 10th anniversary story. Right, okay. That makes more sense. Really? Right. Episode 4? Should we do episode 4 and then wrap up? See what you think? Have you got anything more to add to episode 3? Have you got anything more to add to episode 3? Remember all the bombs in that quarry? It was great. Fucking hell. And they're right next to him as well. 
and it's it great. carries on into episode four when there's not even anyone shooting at them. There's just bombs everywhere. Um, what did you think about the the cliffhanger to episode three? So where the Doctor has to battle the dark side of Omega's mind. So fun. It's great. That's, I think that's when I fell in love with him. To be honest, he does all his moves. One. Over and over and over I'm again. I'm sure it probably threw his back out. Oh, yeah. Because he had a proper dicky back, Pertwee. <laughs> like, you can see in, like, later seasons, yeah. he's in pain. Oh. Just, like... It, Get to a chiropractor. Yeah. That's what he needed. Oh, I love chiropractors. You ever been to a chiropractor? Nope. Will you ever go? No, I don't want anybody to touch me. <laughs> well, I have you seen the Y-strap? And put the strap underneath your chin and oh, yeah, pull yeah. on your neck. Jesus Christ. I want that. Release all those toxins. Eesh. I'd love that. Do you ever click your bones or anything like that? Nope. Can I tell you a story? You can. I haven't got one. All right. <laughs> I was just eager to talk about chiropractic uh, surgeries. Nice. I can't wait for the day where I can lie down on my back and then someone will come up behind me and snap my neck. I can't wait. Turn around now, I'll snap your fucking yeah. neck. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Episode four. It's a biggie. Omega stops the fight in his mind after Doctor Two protests. Omega reveals that he has summoned the doctors here to take over the mental maintenance of the antimatter universe so he can escape. The two doctors agree to take his place, as they have no choice, due to the fact Omega has complete control of this universe. Omega tells him, oh yeah, no biggie, but you'll need a mask because you'll turn invisible if you don't wear one. Can you just give us a hand taking this, you know, taking mine off? Omega goes absolutely berserk at the news that you can't see him anymore. With a terrifying scream. It's horrible. The doctors escape. That's Omega, isn't it? Yep. In the mirror. Aye. That's funny, that was. The scream is terrifying. The doctors escape to the TARDIS and speak to Doctor One to see how they can outsmart Omega. It wasn't terrifying. It's like he stood on a plug. Uh, his scream is awful. It's really creepy. It's like he caught his dick in a zipper. <laughs> it's not like a blood-curling scream. It's just like, fuck! You know, it's like that. Hey? Hey? <laughs> the doctors remove the force field from the TARDIS and it has the recorder in the middle of it. Fearing that Omega will go nuts and kill everybody, they convince him to let all of the companions go back to Earth. Once everyone has gone, the two doctors contact again to try and get Omega to take the force field. When the third doctor shouts at Omega to take the generator, Omega is angry at him for commanding him to do it. He knocks the generator over in a rage, and the unconverted positive matter recorder falls out of the force field... When the recorder comes into contact with the antimatter universe, it annihilates everything in a flash, returning the Doctors into the TARDIS to the positive matter universe. Everyone is returned to their proper time streams and places. The Time Lords lift their travel ban on Doctor 3 and give him a new dematerialisation circuit. Mr. Ollis wants his supper. There's episode 4. I think it's quite clever that the recorder is in the force field. So it's the only thing that is not antimatter now. And we've already been told from the beginning that when antimatter and matter collide, it just explodes. 
and that's why the impossible is still Im- even what does he say improbable and impossible something like that yeah oh I don't know I don't know but it's about those that thing isn't it the the thing that crawls out the vent at the beginning mm. um but I like it I don't like the prop though with the flute it looks terrible it's awful it? recorder it's not a flute it's like uh, someone in a school mm. bought a flute or like you know, they had spare flutes and recorder. They had spare flutes in in the music department in school, and like, right, well, we're gonna chuck these. And the art department's like, no, bring them over here. We love them. The kids will love them. We love them. So em. put a load of pipe cleaners on spit it. Spit pipes, like ocarinas. They just get full of spit. Whoa! Rank. You have to drain it. Do you have to drain it? No, not really. Trumpets, you do, don't you? You got to squeeze yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. You have to squeeze all the spit out. Your little valve. Yeah. Is that disgusting? It is disgusting, yeah. Does it smell? Uh, yeah, it stinks. Really? Yeah. Ocarinas. Do you know what an ocarina is? Like a little stone that you can sort of blow. I know what an ocarina is. Okay. I played Zelda. Yeah. Oh, well done. <laughs> I was going to say to you. Um, no, you were. Th- I was going to say that it's the Zelda. O- ocarina of time. Pardon? Um, <laughs> ocarinas get full of spit, and you have to rinse them out underwater, and they stink. That's disgusting. They stink. They should be banned. Ocarinas should be banned. Reckon. Yeah. They don't even sound that good either. Just a load of shit. Yeah. Spit stones. Flutes, on the other hand. And recorders. Um, so, yeah, what 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 did you think of episode four? So, all of the wrap-up for it. So, they make the deal, don't they, with Omega? Right, listen, Bob. We'll take your place. Yep. But then... I know that's episode three, the reveal, isn't it? Yep. How, how no, does hang on? Is is it? No, episode four is the reveal of his. Yeah, it is, head. isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. So what happens to Omega? He dies. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Heartless bastards! You can't just leave him there. Or does he? Yeah. <laughs> the black hole closes, doesn't it? Hmm. Do you think we'll ever see Omega again? We'll never, ever, ever, ever see him again, especially mm. because you're alluding to the fact we might. I'm believing that we won't. Okay. We see him again, don't we? Yeah. When? In Peter Davison. Not in, literally. <laughs> we see him uh, in Peter Davison. I don't like this. I don't, I don't want to watch that one. Are you sure that's canon? Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's not a comic relief one or anything. Red Nose Day. Yeah, just wondering where you watched it. On iPlayer, was it, or some other site? Don't know. Can't remember. So this travel ban. Yep. This has been the thing that has been cuckolding the Doctor since we first saw him. For stealing the TARDIS, is it? No, 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 from Pertwee. Because he gets exiled to Earth, doesn't he? Oh, what has he done now? Well, at the end of the war games... He gets exiled to Earth. Why? We've we've discussed this, so we won't go through it again. It's quick. Just for because of, for interfering. Is this a spearhead? Before that, but spearhead is the first story. So but, he gets all of the knowledge of time travel taken away from him and the oh dematerialization shit. circuit. So we get Earth stories. Yeah. And now they've given him back. So we can go. To space. Can do what he wants. Holy shit. So. 
That's yeah. exciting. Does he? No, he just stays. Yeah, is the next episode him on Earth again? Do you know what? I don't know. If it is, no, I don't think it is. Season ten. I should know this. Should know this. It's one of my favourite seasons now. I don't know what is next. Have you got it on Blu-ray? Blu-ray. Oh, you got eight. You got season eight. Yeah, season ten is the one that I wanted. It's got Planet of the Daleks on it. Keep asking you that. And you keep bringing it up. Oh, next is Carnival of Monsters. Is that good? Brilliant. Oh, really? My dad's favourite story as well. Really? Yeah. Didn't know your dad watched that, do you? Uh, my dad had this on audiobook, because you know he's blind. Yeah. Um, and he had this on audiobook, and he said it was his, the best audiobook he's ever ever listened to. Shit. Absolutely loved it. Like, honestly, he used to go on about it all the time. And I love the Carnival of, Monst- Carnival of Monsters. I think it's great. Do you ever explain it to him, like, what things look like? Or anything? Well, I'm sure he saw it as a kid. Right. Well, you just said he... Oh, I don't know. So he has seen it before. Probably as a kid. He probably didn't remember it. Yeah. But... No, I didn't sit there and break it down scene by scene. Right, yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank you. You're very welcome, you chiropractor little cunt. Um, Speaking of... God... I can't wait to go back. My jaw. Every time I eat, it clicks. Mm. Can you hear that? Yeah, nice. So that's my jaw, that is. And I, re- um, I saw a video on YouTube of this kid, this little kid getting his jaw fixed by nice. a chiropractor, and he said, this is going to hurt. You don't say that to a kid unless it really hurts. That's good, though. So I'm quite scared. But I'm hoping he can just, you know, Give it a good shove and it'll go back in place. If you don't want to talk about chiropractic surgeries, then don't bring it up. I didn't. <laughs> you did? I don't know what we're talking about now. We're talking about... Was it just... Pertwee. And we're talking about season 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Carnival of Monsters the Carnival of Monsters. It's great. Do you think I'd like it? Uh No. I think you'll think it's crap. <laughs> Probably. But I think Probably. it's great. Um, but yeah, overall, I really like Three Doctors. It's a bit of fun. A lot of people have a problem with the Brigadier in this, that they think he's stupid or thick. No. I can sort of see what they mean. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, but. Why? Just that he just doesn't believe anything that's happening, even though he's battled. Yeah, he never does. Cyberman. Uh, it's his job to question everything. But the, I, I sort of see it as uh, he's never been in this situation where the two doctors have appeared. Yeah. And he's never been in the TARDIS. Not that he gives a shit. And he's never been off Earth. Not that he gives a shit. So that probably <laughs> explains some of his... Queries. Yeah, bewilderment. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I really enjoy the three doctors. Aye. What would you? Should we do a rating? Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Actually, oh. I'd like to touch on Dudley's music for this. Little Dudders. What did What did you think? Your thing's been posted, by the way. Has it? Yeah. Brilliant. It's on the way. Can't wait. Aye. Can't wait. You'll listen to me now, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> You've got my uh, um, feed, uh, review open, haven't you? Yeah. I thought you have. 
Uh, no, only for the um, episode four one. Yeah, I thought you did. Fuck you. I can see you on it now. I know you can. Um, you can see you've got a document. Go look at it. See what notes I put. No, I don't want to. Yeah, fuck you then. Uh, so, Dudley Simpson. Oh, what about him? Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, I just think he's great. Yeah. Um, th- This score is very season nine. Okay. Yep. Are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, I've done nothing but listen. <laughs> so season nine is a bit more synth and less small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Season nine is a bit more synth, less little chamber orchestra thing. Totally. Uh, so, but this score is synth, timpani, snare drum, cymbals, cymbal, yeah, and and. Flute. Vibraphone. Yeah, we were all going to say it, weren't we? The main thing that sticks out for me is the Bessie theme. The car one? Yeah, the deep pentatonic From. major pen. Dun, 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 I wish you could play it. I uh, love that. But yeah, I think Dudley's music is... Uh, I, I think it's great. Mm. I always do. I've done a little poll on Dudley. Oh. Uh, would you like to see what came up? W- yeah. Uh, so... As always, I did it like a, like the character polls that we do. Uh, so like, indifferent, dislike. Hmm. What do you think of Dudley Simpson's music? How many votes? I think it was like under 10. Oh. We didn't get a lot of votes for this episode on anything. Sorry to disappoint. I wouldn't, yeah. But we did get some feedback on, on him as well. What do you think the result is for Dudley? Percentage as well. So, like, indifferent, dislike. I reckon like was 85%. Dislike was, like, 5%. And indifferent was 50%. Okay. You just realised? Yeah. Yeah. Dislike, 0%. Oh, shit. Indifferent. 25%. 25%. 13%. Oh, shit. So, like is 88%. I wasn't far off the mark. No, yeah. So, we got a bit of feedback on Dudley from Christopher Page, mm. one of our loyal, loyal, lovely listeners. Pedigree. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest, Doctor Who has seen several music directors, and all of them have their highs and lows. I think we can all just be glad they weren't Malcolm Clark. Overall, I think Dudley did just fine. He's Malcolm Clark, another composer. We don't talk about him. Well, we'll 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 get a bit of uh, we'll get a bit of feedback when we do his stories. Okay, have I listened to him? Don't think so. Probably wouldn't remember anyway. Mm. Well, we'll see. Uh, all right then. Overall thoughts of three doctors and a review. You're pointing with your thumbs. It's not, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, thumbs up. It's all right. Um. Bit of fun, pretty good story, alright villain, great doctors, that's pretty much why we're here isn't it, great doctors. Yep. Um, but there was just something that backed me in, I think it was Joe just fucking yammering on all yep, the time. Yep, 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 <laughs> You can't! Fuck off Joe. Joe. Leave it. I like Joe as well. <laughs> yeah, I like Joe. I do like Joe. <laughs> uh, but I'm there for Pertwee. And I'll stand by him. And if he's in a story, it's going to be the best goddamn story you ever did see. 
So I'm going to give it an amber. <laughs> nice. Nice work. Uh, what about you? I think this is glorious. I think it's absolutely lovely. Yeah. It's nice to see Pertwee and Troughton together. Oh. It's nice to see Hartnell, although I wish there was more of them. I really more like Hartnells. all of the Hartnells. Um, there's a really nice moment at the end where the story's all wrapped up and they're saying goodbye to Hartnell, yeah. sort of. And Pertwee has just got this massive grin on his face, like... Oh. Yeah, because I think he'd worked with Hartnell before on a film. Sure. I think. Um, but yeah, Omega, one of the best... One of my favourite villains. I think he's fantastic. That booming, loud, over-the-top voice. And he's just fuming all the he time. Just bouncing. Um, I think the plot is okay. It's fair. Yeah, it, it sort of makes sense. The The self-contained plot makes sense, yeah. as long as you don't think about it too much. <laughs> um, but I think the story is great. It's mm. paced really well. Mm. It's not overly long. That's why I mean it's paced well. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go green. Oh. I think it's glorious. <sighs> but it doesn't matter what we think. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> What everybody else thinks. Go on then. Send us your feedback. 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 Let's hear what you've got to say. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Okay, so we've got two bits of feedback this time. So first up is Jeff Waddle, uh, Twice Upon a Time. Still don't see why we have to have the first Doctor, especially played in this sexist, racist manner, which is so wide of the mark it's arguably offensive. Capaldi had a better potential ending in the previous story, not that I liked it, but this was awful. Three Doctors is a wonderful, campy bit of 70s who fun. Big breath. Just wish Hartnell had been in better health. Gel guards look good on the target cover, not quite so realised on the screen, but Omega is a cracking villain. Great stuff, as long as you don't think too hard about it all. Uh, uh, yeah, we could have saved a lot of time just by reading yeah, that. Yeah, you make that joke every week. I know, but we could have. Like, why can't we? Why are these podcasts so long? Um, is that what he said? Yeah, he's put that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) By the way... Stop now, lads. Now... Yeah, I just agree with Jeff. Yeah. I think, in his words, twat, or (laughs) (laughs) T-U-A-T. When I first started reading it, I thought, what is twat? T-U-A-T, twice upon a time. Uh, Um, But yeah, it's awful. It's not very good. But it's enjoyable. Is, how does that work? I don't know. How does that work? Just leave it. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that bit of feedback, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. This bit of feedback is from Christopher Page. I adore the Three Doctors. It was done for fun, as fun, and everyone looks to be having fun. 
Sadly, Hartnell's health kept him doing more than reading his lines off of cards, but he was still a delight, and Troughton and Pertwee together more than made up for it. As a story, it obviously has its flaws. Production design was weird. If that was all created by Omega's imagination, then what was with his fixation with Christmas baubles and department store music? Question mark. Guess a millennium... Can you stop scratching? Guess a millennia of loneliness could arrive anyone mad. But that mad? Question mark. Twice upon a time, I like the idea more than the execution. I think Bradley does a decent job of being the first Doctor, but why they did the things they did, focusing on the misogyny that was commonplace in 63 was a mistake. Should have shown him beyond that. Also very disappointed in some of the comedy aspects that were forced in. As if the sonic sunglasses aren't bad enough, you have to throw in sexual innuendo with lines like, what is browser history? Ugh. Why? Question mark. I concur. I do concur. I didn't feel so annoyed by yeah, you know, all is say you know. All there is, was too much of it. There's definitely too much of it, and it's almost like and it's completely out of character because it it isn't there. Really? Yeah, I agree with uh, Christopher Page full hearted, wholeheartedly, full heartedly. Fuck you. So let's uh, wrap but, up then. But yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks for those bits of feedback. Thanks for those feedbacks. So I think all that is left is to let you know what we're doing next time. So next time, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. As you may have already noticed, we have a little podcasty teaser thing up on your podcast platform letting you know what we're going to be doing. So if you haven't heard that already, let me tell you. So next week... On Friday the 21st, that's the date we're going to be recording, we're going to be doing a little uh, talky episode. We're not going to be reviewing any stories. We're just going to be talking about uh, any topics that you would like us to talk about. So hopefully people send it in and (laughs) we don't end up with nothing to say. Well, I'll just talk about my chiropractic surgery again. Maybe. So... These can be Doctor Who topics or anything else that pops up that you'd like to hear us talk about. But More, more yeah. advice on cars, Oh, yeah, if you need anything, anything. School, uni, farming. Anything at all. Gaming, watching, sitting. Music, anything. So if you've got any topics that you would like to hear us discuss in the podcast next week, please send them in the usual ways. You can send in send it in as audio, as a tweet, as an email, whatever you want to do. All the information and links will be at the end of the podcast. But yeah, anything you want to hear us talk about, send it in and we'll talk about it. And then the week after that, we'll get back to reviews. So we'll let you know which story we're going to be reviewing next on the next episode. So yeah, if we don't get anything sent in for topics for us to discuss, I'll prepare some... uh, some for us to talk about. I'll, I'll prepare stuff as well. Um, but if we do get uh, some requests, we'll just do those off the cuff, see what happens. Hmm. So there we go. So thanks for listening, everybody. I've been Harry. I've been Luke. And we'll see you next week. See you. Bye. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince or send us an email to who can convince you 
at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback, either as an attachment in an email, or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash who can convince you. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us. Just got somebody here. I want to speak to you. Right, put them on the fucking thing now. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to put the speaker up to the mic? Luke. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, zone out then. Do you want me to talk to yourself? Do you want me to put the speaker up to the microphone? Yeah, please do, mate. Yeah. Don't, not like right up, just, you know, it, it's, it can pick up quite a lot, so you just need to, you know, put it All around right, it. There, there. <laughs> All right, I'm good for a slash. All right, see you later, John. Bye. Who have I got on the phone? It's me. <laughs> Who's me? <laughs> you John's friend? No, well, I say no, but like, I mean, yeah. Right. Why did John call you? I don't know. <laughs> Something to do with fucking Doctor Who, no doubt. Uh, do you watch Do- Doctor Who? Uh, what, what's your name first? <laughs> my name, you can call me Mr. Sting. Mr. Sting. Hi. Do you like Doctor Who? Sort of. Sort of. Uh, do you like old Doctor Who? Or no, new, I don't like new... either really. You think it's all shite? Mm. Well, yeah, I can I can, I can, can appreciate that. Mm. Um. So, what got you into New Who? Well, when I made a load of money writing songs like in about a big house on the hill, mm. I bought all the videos... And then I realised that Trudy had stolen my video player. So I couldn't even watch them, so I'd just look at the covers and read the backs. I subscribed to the magazine, like, but I just use it to start my big fire in my big house. Oh, the Doctor Who event, uh, what is it? The magazine. <laughs> yeah, the Doctor Who magazine, or like the... The Doctor, the dear one. The dear one. Aye. The one with the glossy cover. Aye. Aye. The, the front page, you got to take it out, like, because... It just makes smoke going up the chimney and the chimney sweep comes and he fucking kicks shit out of me like because he says, you, what are you doing bringing all this smoke, putting it up the chimney like? But I have a go at him and say, no, listen, I'm Mr. Sting from the big house. You can't fucking tell me to do nothing. So I take the front cover off mm. and yours inside pages go up like little firecrackers. Great for the fire. What do you do with the front pages? I put them in a special book. What kind of book? I cut out all the pages mm. and I stick them in the book. Right. And I draw around them. What do you draw? Just, just, just stuff. What kind of stuff? No, it don't matter. What? what it don't matter. Just fucking drop it, will you? Where's John?
uh, right. Um, so, have you seen? You haven't seen any of New Who? No. You haven't seen any of New Who? No. Uh, but you read the backs. Aye. What sounds like the best story to you? Probably, uh, Demon of the Punjab. Right, so we're talking Jodie's era. Oh, aye. You like Jodie, do you? Oh, aye. Oh, okay. Um, so, what do you like about Jodie? Her hair. Her hair. Reminds me of mine when I was in a band. Right. Do you like her suspenders? No. Do you like anything else about her? No. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Yaz? Aye. You don't like her? No, she right. She alright, is she? Mm, aye. Is she in your book? No. Is Ryan? Not Ryan. What's his name? Aye. <laughs> aye, it's Ryan. And I, he's in the book. He is in the book. Aye. What's the, what is this book? It don't fucking matter, does it? Oh. I'm just telling you now. I've got two more pages left. And after that, I'm going to throw it straight in the time. Send it in? No. <laughs> Nobody's going to see the inside of that book. Why do you keep the book if no one can see it? Just listen to me, lad. Nobody. Nobody. Seen the inside of that book. I'm going now. Right. My voice is going. Right. <laughs> All right then. All right then. I have to get John back to get his phone. Can you hang up? Because my phone's broken. Yeah, I can. Tru- I, yeah. Trudy threw it through the phone and then it went up. 